Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about what an internet domain is. First and foremost, a domain is the web address that you type in or search for when you browse the internet. Examples include google.com, yahoo.com, netflix.com, amazon.com, wikipedia.com, and so on and so forth. Domains are just easy ways for humans to understand computer addresses. The internet uses IP addresses to direct traffic and connect you where you want to go. A classic IP address is four numbers separated by periods. When you type in google.com, your computer actually looks up google.com to find out what its IP address is. For me, google.com is 216.58.195.238. This means I can type in google.com or that address and both will take me to the same website. This sounds confusing, doesn't it? Well, it is, and that's why domains exist in the first place. They prevent the standard internet user from ever having to remember four sets of numbers. I mean, how annoying would it be to have to remember 54.243.253.96 was Netflix.com every time you wanted to watch a TV show? In any case, just take away the fact that every domain name is actually a string of numbers. Have you ever wondered why the most popular domains always end in .com? Well, way back in 1985, when the internet domain name system was implemented, there were seven top-level domains. Com, edu, net, org, arpa, gov, and mil. .com was short for commerce and was intended for business use. However, it was open for public domain registration and took off from there. Now let's talk about which domains are the most popular. And as you might have guessed, .com is the most popular domain extension, closely followed by .net and .org. However, in the past couple of years, there's been a flood of new domain endings, which have dramatically increased the potential amount of names available to consumers. Now you have endings like .ninja, .online, .lol, and a couple hundred more to pick from. The original .com, however, still remains king because it is the most well-known of all the top-level domains. And if you're interested to see what other top-level domains are available, I've done a complete podcast on them if you click the link that I've posted in the show notes of today's episode. So maybe you have a business, are looking for a job, or are just playing around with buying a domain. The real question you're probably thinking is, do I really need one? It ultimately comes down to what you might use it for. Did you know that you can support this podcast without spending a dime? Well, you can. Anytime you buy something off Amazon, whether that's a hard drive, memory, a laptop, anything at all, you can support the Tech Talker podcast if you just head on over to quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon. If you head on over to that website and click the banner ad, you'll help support this podcast by every purchase that you make, and it won't cost you anything. And what's even better is it'll support this podcast and keep great content coming to you. So next time you're going to buy something on Amazon, head on over to quickanddirtytips.com slash Amazon. In my personal opinion, I think it's important for anyone looking to go in technology, marketing, sales, or business to buy a domain and maintain a presence online. Mostly because in the years to come, these fields will be highly focused online, and you'll want to have a presence that you control on the web. For example, what's the first thing that most employers do after a job interview? They Google you. If you have a domain with content about yourself and your interests, you will control the narrative and sites like Facebook, Twitter, Pipple, and Spokio will be background noise. Plus, domains are cheap. You're talking about $15 for pretty much any domain available per year. That's like three cups of coffee for your entire web presence for an entire year. They can also serve many other purposes than just having a website for people Googling you. Domains allow you a space for a blog, email addresses with whatever your domain is, and your own personal corner of the web that you control. 
One of the most valuable domains I think you could buy would be something involving your last name. Rarely are common last names available to buy anymore. However, if yours is available, you should jump on it right away. And if your last name isn't available, there are some clever combinations that you can come up with. For example, my last name is Escobar, and Escobar.com has been registered since 1996. However, .ar is an available extension, so I might register the domain escob.ar as a domain. Or you might want to include something involving your profession. For example, I'm an engineer, and .engineer is an extension. I could register escobar.engineer and have that be my website. The possibilities are endless, and if you're interested in having a domain, I'm convinced that you could find something. One of the downfalls of domains being so cheap are that people often camp or domain squat. This is when somebody registers a domain and doesn't do anything with it. Unfortunately, if someone has registered a domain ahead of you and they don't appear to be using it, there's not much that you can really do. You can oftentimes contact the owner and see if they'd be willing to sell it, or you could also set a reminder to check once a year if the domain you want becomes available, or if it expires and the owner doesn't renew it. The website DomainHold.com will even let you set an alert for a domain to see if it is going to expire. You can also easily purchase a domain through a tool like Squarespace or Weebly, which helps you set up your own personal website. Now be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quakeanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or make a suggestion for a future episode, post them on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker. Keep it technology simple. 